Ask yourself the damn question. It's winning the only thing. Sports today are not just played on the field. They're played every day, online, all over the world, by sports fans just like you. Don't you dare breathe. That won't get you ready. If you don't think you're a winner, you don't belong here. The Star Fantasy League Show puts you in control of your own team. Find out who to sit, who to start, how to play, and have your daily fantasy sports questions answered with your host, Jonathan Sprong, and co-host, Matthew Footer, and Nick Stablenko. The Star Fantasy League Show is on the air now. Hello and welcome to the Star Fantasy League Show. I am your host, Matthew Footer. Joined by my co-host Nick Stablanco, and it's great to be back on this lovely Monday. Well, while you threw up the right or the left hand, I'll throw up the right, All right. and complete it so that we have a full, in-your-face, ready-to-go opening to the show. I only half-assed it today a little bit. So. Sorry, and yeah, no, I'll, I'll pick up the other ass. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, it is a big day here uh, at on the Star Fantasy League show, of course, because we have the NHL trade deadline. Yeah, no, and I know it's a big day. We had a big one last year. This year has been. Pretty hot so far. Yep. Uh, no major, major moves uh, aside from maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, depends on your opinion of them. But, yeah, it's going to be good. We'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the second half of the show. And then we'll give you uh, some lineups because we do actually have three hockey games on the schedule today yeah, as well. We just have to be careful about how the uh, trades affect your lineups tonight. Luckily, yep. with only three games on the slate, there shouldn't be too much to worry and about. And with the though. trade deadline being a 3 p.m., uh, you know, time you should know well in advance if guys Absolutely. are in or out tonight. So, but we are going to start with the five basketball games on the schedule. Very light night for for sports, but that's okay. I, I like these five game slates in NBA because I can find some good value sometimes. I think it's easier to manage. I mean, sure, you don't have as many options as maybe you would like, but mm-hmm. there's still ten teams to choose from, so I think it's still pretty solid. All right, then let's re- get into it. So. All right, sure. I'll run you down here. We'll start off with the first game on the slate. That is Toronto at Philadelphia. Toronto is an eight and a half point favorite. The over under is. 193. I'm kind of surprised they're only eight and a half point favorites. Yeah, well, here's here's some uh, breaking news that just kind of dropped. Uh, Kyle Lowry's going to be out again. They're going to arrest him. So oh, most boy. likely, they're going to be starting uh, Gravis Vasquez uh, at the point guard position. Um, that You should see a bump maybe in a guy like Lou Williams at 10,000. Uh, this is a game that has blowout potential even with a couple backups uh, you know, starting, yeah, essentially. Definitely. So I, I think that's Kind of why they they have it closer than you think because they figure by the mid third quarter Toronto's going to be you know in the coast mode. I mean, is Gravis Vasquez uh, almost in a must play situation, or is he does he not deliver when he gets into this? I situations? mean, I think I have to uh, put him in based on you know essentially him starting last game. I mean, he's under eighty eight hundred. Yeah, a pretty decent. He value played there. last game for Lowry, which was Saturday night, and uh, he went for thirty four minutes. He had just under twenty fantasy points, which is uh, okay. But the minutes alone, I think you got to you got to consider him as a shot. So. It's always It always makes you nervous. If you're playing a value play that gets minutes, that's great. But then if they only show up with 15 fantasy points, you're kind of yeah. SOL on that. Yeah, but I, he does have a great matchup tonight against Philadelphia. Absolutely. Uh, James Johnson is another guy who might get a little bit of a bump tonight with Lowry up because – you know, it's going to be basically looked upon as DeMar DeRozan is the main you know focus. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Philadelphia side, I'm really only looking at uh, Nerlens Noel. He's the only guy who's consistently getting minutes, 35, 34, 35. That's what he's getting over the last few games after the trade deadline. Everybody else on this team, it's just you can't figure them out. When does this team get out of the basement? I, I, I'm really confused. This they is, this they, literally, be- they just traded away one of their top 
guys in yeah. MCW. So what are they doing? I don't know. This team could be bad for more years than just the expected two or three, what they thought. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, if you're tanking, you usually hope to turn it around the next season. Yeah. So This is a game I'm probably, uh, if I had to pick, would be the one I avoid, essentially. Okay. If you're not going to pick a lot of guys. All right. Well, game. then let's move on to the others then, shall we? Sure. Phoenix at Miami is the next game on the slate. The over-under is 205. Miami is a three-point favorite. This is uh, Dragic versus the old uh, stomping ground. Yeah, he is questionable heading into this game. Okay. Um, but uh, if he does play, it's that intangible factor, I think. He's going to want to perform. You know, under 13,000. If he doesn't play, I think Dwayne Wade gets a nice bump at 15,000. Um, but the main guy, obviously, on this team is Hassan Whiteside. He's had 46, 32, 34 fantasy points over the last three games. I mean, yesterday he went for 24 rebounds, or last game, excuse me, 24 rebounds. There's just nobody else on the team to compete with no. for the rebounds, and, and for the most part, he's just doing a great job. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's got a pretty good matchup. Uh, Alex Lenz, not the, uh, the best defensive player. Uh, and he's not the best offensive player either, so he gets rebounds on both ends. Uh, a guy who could, you could consider very, very valuable, uh, Henry Walker. He's at under three, or just over 3,000. He's had 30 minutes per game the last three games. Okay. So if you're looking for minutes, you know, that's, that's a guy you're in a GP play you might take a chance with tonight. Now, well, what has he been able to do with those minutes? That is the big thing because, mm -hmm. you know, it's nice to get a, a full slate of minutes. That's important, and we talk about that in basketball all the time, how you can get rebounds and assists and steals and all those other things besides points to kind of bolster your score, but is he really producing? Well, last game was his worst game, but he went up against Atlanta, so he only had five fantasy okay. points. Before that, against New Orleans and or Orlando, he had 18.75 and 19.5. And so that's great value for 3,000. It's really knocking on the doorstep to really just blow it wide open. Yeah. So, I mean, if he gets if he could, a couple more buckets there, he probably should be approaching that 25 marker. Mm -hmm. And then you're way above value. Definitely. Uh, on the Phoenix side, uh, I think Brandon Knight's going to be questionable tonight. So Eric Bledsoe is the obvious choice. And that's pretty much it. You could consider P.J. Tucker. He's had the minutes, but the production is not really there. Yeah, Tough he's a roller coaster up. ride for the most part. Yeah. All right, let's go on to the next one then. Golden State at Brooklyn. Golden State is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 208. Yeah, uh, Golden State's coming off the tail end of a back-to-back -back playing in Chicago – or not Chicago yesterday, excuse me. But they are coming off a back-to-back. -back. Um, you know, Curry – could could see time you know be the top guy obviously but there is that blow up potential against Brooklyn absolutely uh, I think Draymond Green might uh, be the top guy for them tonight it uh, looks like they might sit Andrew Bogut tonight okay so he should get an uptake he's only at sixteen thousand he had uh, thirty nine the last time he played Brooklyn and anytime Bogut's out he is really a big man presence down low yep. Uh, as far, I mean, there's not really, there's nobody else on this team that's really standing out like Draymond Green down low. No. Uh, and really, it's surprising given the fact that they have David Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the Brooklyn side, I guess you could look at Joe Johnson. I'm not really a fan of him. It is a faster paced game with the, uh, the Warriors in town. And then, you know, someone starting at the shooting guard position is Markel Brown. He's at 6,000, but his, in, his minutes are so inconsistent. I'm really not considering him. Some other people yeah, that's might a tough be, one. but... That's a dicey one. Yeah. Th again, this is a game I might not consider as much as a couple of the other ones. All right. Sounds good. Let's go on to the... We have two more here, so we'll go on to the next here. Yeah. The Clippers at Minnesota. Clippers are four-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 206. Yeah. Uh, Again, the Clippers played yesterday. They played Chicago, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, and they managed to pull out the win. 
Chris Paul went for 48 yesterday. Yeah, he went nuts. He's going up uh, against Ricky Rubio. I think he could easily be the top guy tonight. Did you uh, watch that game, by the way? No, I wasn't able to. The way that Chris Paul was moving in and out yeah. of the lanes, it was unbelievable. Without Derrick Rose there, Kirk Heinrich and Aaron Brooks are just not the same guys Definitely not. He made, he made Aaron Brooks look very, very silly on a couple yeah. of plays. DeAndre Jordan, obviously, he had a huge game yesterday. He's just under 20,000. Uh, they're banged up, up on the front court. Pekovic is – uh, suffering from you know uh, an injury again, so they'll probably start Jang mm-hmm. and uh, Garnett, uh, Barnes, Matt Barnes, and JJ Redick are both questionable. So if that happens, uh, Jamal Crawford gets a nice bump. Okay. I could even see Spencer Hawes, who is you know at seventy four hundred, he had like thirty fantasy points yesterday. Yeah, the one thing about him though is that he he doesn't tend to really get under the basket too much. No, uh, he's not really a big inside presence. Uh, but yeah, either way, seventy five hundred still a decent value. On Minnesota side, you know, th- you know, you could look at Andrew Wiggins. He had forty two minutes last game. Kevin Martin, if he gets hot, um, you know, but the problem is L A is so good defensively. There's really not a lot of you know matchups. Rubio's had thirty four fantasy points fan- uh, average over the last five games. Yeah, price is creeping up, but though. he's and he's facing Chris Paul, one of the yeah, best defenders. I was He's more of a, a GPP play. You take a chance on him, and you hope something happens. Yeah, so. sure. It's 18000 though. you got to be yeah. willing to spend up. Yep. Anybody else from this game? Now let's move on to the last one before right. the break. Last one is New Orleans at Dallas. Dallas is an 8.5-point favorite. They're really getting the favorite line in all yeah. these. And then a 198 over-under. Well, I'll start on the Dallas side. They're just so deep, and they're such a consistent team. There's so many guys who can do a lot. Uh, it just broke that Tyson Chandler – and uh, Chandler Parsons are not going to be available tonight. Okay. So looking at their backups, maybe you see an option there. Uh, on the New Orleans side, until they get Ryan Anderson slash mainly Anthony Davis back, of course. Uh, Tyreek Evans is the main fantasy scorer on that team, 16,000. Uh, Eric Gordon, 11,000. He has a decent matchup um, as well. Um, I, I mean, you could look at it, especially now with Chandler out, uh, Ashik at 11,000 might have a sure, nice night sure. as well. And I got my boy Jake up there as well. Just He's had 27 <laughs> fantasy points average over the last four games with so the injuries. I admitted to you that I watched basketball yesterday, and you said nothing. I know. It's, you didn't take an advantage you watched, of – you didn't slam it down. You watched my team too. Yes, I did. I was, I was looking for the loss. Yeah. Well, That's what I was looking well, for. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so. then the Cavs lost next after that. Yeah, that's Horrible. what happens. All right, coming out of the break, it's time for some hockey on the Star Fantasy League Show. The Star Fantasy League Show. Information is key to being a successful fantasy team owner. And the guys have all the updated info you need right now. We are back on the Star Fantasy League Show. I'm your host, Matthew Footer, joined by Nick Stablanco. And uh, I saw you looking at your computer. You're, I'm just, getting, I'm, you're getting I'm up-to-date stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so many things going on right now in the NHL. Bunch of good trades. I, I don't think anything is, is going to completely change the face of the NHL. Mm-hmm. But I think that... Due to some injuries, some teams had to shore up a few positions, and I think they did. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. Exciting day for the NHL. The NHL trade deadline is, you know, a big, a big deal. You know, we both enjoy it being hockey fans ourselves. But it's kind of like uh, you're kind of going to the flea market and just picking through other people's trash a lot of times. A lot of times. Whereas free agency is like, okay, you're going shopping for the big, the big guns. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. But there are a couple of teams out there that we know that are, that are – just complete sellers. They're selling the entire franchise almost. Yeah, so essentially, uh, there's there's actually some gold to be found in those garbage bills. Let's just talk about bins. a couple of the yeah, of these trades. Uh, I want to start with the Keith Yandel trade because I think okay. that's the biggest one that's happened so far. Uh, you, you could argue maybe Evander King going to Buffalo is a pretty big trade as well. Sure. But, uh, I think Keith Yandel, who's an All Pro, uh, having a fantastic year, uh, mm-hmm. one of the top scoring defensemen, gets sent to the Rangers for a lot. You know, picks. Uh, great player in Declare. Yep. Now, what are your thoughts on this? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they give up, the Rangers give up John Moore, Anthony Duclair, who I really like. Uh, yeah, and a couple of really good picks. I like it for the Rangers, though. The Rangers are all in right now. As soon as they get Henrik Lundqvist back, they're a player for the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. They were in the finals last year. They really have another shot at getting there. They have, I, in my opinion, they have three lines that can score, and they have four lines that can play for them. So in the playoffs, that's extremely important. We saw a team like my Devils a couple of years ago. They rolled through all four lines consistently in the playoffs, and that's what got them in so deep. I still can't believe they were in the, the Stanley No, Cups nobody can, but that was it. Ago. They had a fourth line and, and a, uh, three guys that knew their position and knew what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what Keith Yandel does for the Rangers is they give, he gives them three full D pairings. They, they have the deepest defense in, in yeah. the Eastern Conference right now. And one of the things that the Rangers love to do is they love to jump their defensemen up into the play. They're aggressive. They try to make sure that those guys are making a fourth body in the mm-hmm. offensive zone mm-hmm. so that they can produce, and they, and they will. Keith Yandel is definitely that guy. He will certainly put points on the board for them. He's going to factor in on the power play. It's a, I think it's a great acquisition for the Rangers. I hate you, Rangers. All right, yeah. I, I'm a Devils fan. Go yeah. Devils. I, the Rangers are an exciting team to watch, watching the uh, last couple games and things yep. like that. Another move that kind of happened over the weekend we could touch upon, how about Antoine Vermette? Another Phoenix guy getting shipped to Chicago. So. Yeah, that was important for the Blackhawks after losing Pat Kane and, and – uh, what a loss that was, especially for American hockey. If you weren't paying attention, he was tied for the lead in points in the NHL. Mm-hmm. We have never seen an American player win the Art Ross Trophy in the NHL. Very sad. But Antoine Vermeck gives the Blackhawks another forward. He will probably factor in in the top six. That's important. Mm-hmm. He's been doing really well for Arizona this year, and he's pretty much the only one that has mm-hmm. on the offensive side. So we'll see how he fits in. We'll see what... Uh, what Joel Quenville uh, decides to do as far as moving pieces around, I'm not really sure, but he's going to be a, produ- a producer as well. For sure. So, yeah, something they really needed. Yeah. Any of these other trades uh, over the past few days, I, you don't have to necessarily consider them just today's trades, but sure. they kind of stuck out to you that you're like, wow, this is a, a bad move or a really good move. I think a really smart move for the Canadians. They traded away Andre Sakara over to the Kings, and now they get back Jeff Petrie, from the Edmonton Oilers, which I still don't – I don't understand why the Oilers are giving up defensemen. They don't have defensemen. They need defensemen. He was by far their best defenseman. Easily, yeah. And so whatever, that is what it is. Uh, and, and the Canadians get another guy there that they really need. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have P.K. Savan and Andre Markov, who are, are they're great on the point. But beyond that, Nathan Beaulieu, not really an offensive defenseman. Tom Gilbert, not really going to do it. So I think that really helps them out. Petrie brings in a lot. Uh, and, and really, I think that they, you know, they didn't have to give up too much. They do give up a second-round pick in this year's draft, but – that's not too bad. I think this is another team that's shooting for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. With, with the way the Carey Price is playing, they absolutely have a shot. Well, you look at the teams who've made moves so far. you got the Rangers. you got the Canadians. you got mm-hmm. the Lightning. Those are the teams that are at the top of the, the conferences that are fighting yep. for those positions. So even though if you maybe don't want to make a move, you're kind of forced to because absolutely. of the other teams doing stuff. Yeah, and you know what? I think that's the kind of situation that we saw with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. They get Braden Coburn, and Coburn is a 30-year-old defenseman. They gave up a ton for this guy. They gave up a second-round pick this year and a second – I'm sorry, wait, no. Uh, I'm sorry, they gave up Rodko Gudis, a first-round pick this year and a third-round pick this year wow. as well. That is a lot for a 30-year-old defenseman. I don't know how much more return you're going to get on him. You might get four or five years if you get to sign him for that long, mm-hmm. but he's not the kind of player that you give up a first and a third-round pick no. for. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think the Lightning are probably going to see an early exit in the Stanley Cup playoffs Oof. as well. All right. Well, that is what it we is. Got, we, the trade deadline is going to be happening all day. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch. But we do have a couple games on the schedule tonight. 
-hmm. We're going to start with uh, the first one listed. This is Nashville Predators, plus 100, taking on the New York Rangers, minus 120. We're assuming it's probably going to be Pecorine versus Cam Talbot. Yeah, uh, really for the Rangers, you have to watch for their starting lineup because they made multiple moves. They also got James Shepard, and uh, they got one more guy that I'm, I'm – Clint, I'm sorry, Carl Klingberg. Yep. So they're going to have a few shakeups in their lineup. I'm not really sure where everybody's going to factor in. We know that Keith Yandel will factor in. We're not sure if he's going to factor in tonight. But there could be some absences, and in in replacement of those absences, you may be able to find some value. Mm -hmm. There may be some guys moved around. There may be some pieces moved around. Uh, but at the same time, Nashville is still a really good team. Pekka Rene is playing well uh, this season. Recently, the past couple of games, they have not been so hot. They've lost the last two games. They've been in a bit of a slump lately. I think the Rangers should be a good play. I'm nervous about playing some of those top guys, though. I agree. I'm nervous about playing Rick Nash. If you have the money, you can always play him. He's, he's due to score every night. Uh, but I'm nervous to play some of those top six guys. I think this could be a low-scoring game. And remember, the Rangers don't play as well at home as they do on the road. They mm -hmm. usually put up two, three, four goals at the most – so I don't know. I'm not so sure. Not and so sure if I can pull the trigger. And here. what we've talked about for multiple points in this season is Nashville is not only great defensively, they've been one of the better offensive teams this year too. Definitely. So. And I think that uh, I think Philip Forsberg and Mike Fisher are two guys you need to consider tonight. They are the pretty much the driving force on offense for these guys. Mm -hmm. Matt Cullen is a nice value play that I like. He is on the second line with uh, Mike Fisher. So he's worth a look. He's just over 6,000, and he's been playing pretty well. He had a goal and an assist in his last game. So not too bad. I think you can find some value there. Remember, Cam Talbot is not a good replacement so far. He's been shaky. He's been rocky. It is what it is. Once Lundquist comes back, this is a different team. Fantastic. Moving along, the Carolina Hurricanes, plus 180, taking on the Chicago Blackhawks, minus 220, most likely Cam Ward uh, versus uh, Corey Crawford, which has been confirmed. He's the only goalie that's been confirmed tonight, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised by this line. I think this is a little bit deceptive here. Yeah. Carolina's been okay the past couple of games. Don't forget that they are on a winning streak. I believe Cam Ward's won his last three, and I believe the Hurricanes overall have won their last four. So this is a team that has been playing better for whatever reason. I don't know. <laughs> they, they must not have gotten the memo that they are bad. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Cam Ward is a sneaky play if he plays. Yeah. So, I, I mean, he has been, he's been on his head. He's been standing on his head lately. So, uh, if, if Kudeman plays, play, would you consider Kudeman? Maybe, maybe. It, but this is, uh, this is a sneaky play. These are dark horse plays. These are not your heads up and 50-50 and double up game plays. This is a tournament play. So, I, I may consider putting one of them in, in a tournament just because it gives you a little bit of variation from what all, all of the others should be taking. As far as offense goes, Eric Stahl, Jordan Stahl, and uh, Alexander Semin make up the top line. They're a value option. I, you can't guarantee anything on any given night. Eric Stahl all obviously has the talent to put the puck in any night, but this hasn't been Carolina's year. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful with them. Alexander Semin is an interesting one. He's just been off all year, and injuries have really, really set him back. So you have to be careful with those. All right, last game of the night, the Montreal Canadiens minus 120 with most likely Carey Price in net, taking on the San Jose Sharks plus 100. Anthony, I mean, possibly. I wouldn't be surprised if Dustin Tokarski plays in this one, and I'll mm -hmm. tell you why. San Jose has been god-awful lately, and I am so happy that they <laughs> yeah, are, really. I'm, I just really want them to tank right now so we don't have to see another pathetic 
pathetic playoff exit. They, they've been, I think they're 2-7-1 and one in their last 10. It's just brutal. So Montreal is a great play tonight. I think they should be favored by more than 120. I think it should be more like 160 or 180. Wow. If Carey Price is in net, I think he is an obvious choice for your head-to-head games and your double-ups. He has been fantastic. He is the front-runner for the Vezina Trophy, and for good reason. He has a 188 goals against average. And get this, 940 is his save percentage. That's that impressive. is insane. Folks, we could be seeing a pretty damn historic season from Kerry Kreis. Definitely. We yeah. haven't seen something like this Competing in a while. with Rene for that spot. Okay, quick prediction. A uh, guy you think might get traded before the trade deadline. Oh, geez. Um, crap. Crap. You're putting me on the spot. All right, I'll give you that after the break. Dion Phaneuf. All right, Phaneuf. that's what I was going to say. That's what I wanted to say. All right, coming out of the break, we're going to give you our winning lines for both NBA and NHL on the Star Fantasy League show. Now, let's get back to it. The Star Fantasy League Show. Feel free to tweet the show at SF Leagues. Welcome back to the Star Fantasy League Show. I am your host, Matthew Footer, at SFL Matt. Nick Stablanco is my co-host, at SFL Nick. You can tweet, can. also tweet us, like the guy said, at SF Leagues. Like that guy. That guy, he just loves to say stuff and I know. do things. I got to apologize. I don't cat. mean to put you on the spot before it, but I, I just wanted to see what your quick quick reaction was yeah no I'm not very quick apparently and that is what it is no uh, the reason I said Dion Phaneuf too the Leafs are in free fall mode and they are just fire sailing the heck out of their team that's because they're tanking towards the number one pick folks and if you think that they're not you're crazy I'm not crazy I may be the conspiracy theorist but you're the crazy one yeah well I'm I'm kind of crazy so Go Buffalo. They need it, okay? Yes, thank they deserve you. it. Thank you. Thank you. They All deserve right. that. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get into our lineups tonight. Remember, you can put these in at StarFantasyLeagues.com. Anytime we give them to you, we give them to you pretty much on a daily basis. And, uh, yeah, that's what we try. Yeah, yeah. We got basketball. We got hockey. We just launched this past weekend. I know. Baseball. Season, season long. long. And, of course, daily as well. You can get pre- prepared for daily by you know doing season-long mock drafts. It looks fantastic, too. The guys have done a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Get in. Get it done. It's great. We'll be touching on baseball over the next few weeks for sure, uh, giving some previews uh, left and right about teams, players, things like that. So, But let's talk about sport that is happening tonight. We're going to start with the, my NBA lineup. Of course, three guards, three forwards, a center and utility. I'm going to go with Chris Paul as the top guy tonight. I think he's going to have a fantastic matchup uh, going up against Minnesota, who can't really defend anything. He's All at 21,000. Right. My other guards are going to be Eric Gordon at 11,000. I think he's got great value. Missing those big guys still, it's kind of him and Tyreek Evans running that show. Fair enough. And then I'm going with Henry Walker from uh, Miami. He's taking a chance. Taking a chance. I he's like at 3,000. Uh, he's in that starting lineup getting some minutes. So you got to take a chance somewhere tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, my forwards are going to be James Johnson from Toronto at 10,000 because uh, especially with Lowry being out, I think he gets a little bit of a boost. Okay. Uh, Draymond Green, who I mentioned as well, especially with, without Bogut at 16,000. And Nerland's doing well because he's the only guy who gets over 30-plus minutes. So I had to fit someone in based on his <laughs> salary there. My center is going to be Hassan Whiteside. I play him pretty much every game. Yeah, you got to have him now. Yep, and my uh, utility is going to be Vasquez, actually. Okay, Getting the right. start tonight. So. I like that chance. I think he should be good, and, and, and he's not the focus, but hey – you got to take a chance. Five games on the slate. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, so uh, let's jump into NHL. We got a couple minutes left. And, All uh, right. Yeah, same situation here with three games on the slate. I mean, you really have to be crafty. You have to consider the contest, figure out which contest you're going to be playing in. 
But let's see what I have here. Uh, you get two left wingers, two right wingers, two centers, two defensemen, a goalie, and your flex. So left winger is going to be Chris Versteeg, who gets a boost with Pat Kane being out. I think okay. he's moved up to the first line. That's huge. He's at 10,000. And Patrick Sharp, I like him as well, 10,000 also. Uh, they, they have to get some production somewhere. I went with some of the value guys from Chicago tonight. Uh, two right wingers going to be Philip Forsberg. I love Forsberg's matchup against the Rangers. I know that Cam Talbot is in net, and Cam Talbot cannot stop the puck. I, I'm surprised they haven't gone back to Skarpski. 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 Yeah, I mean, hey, he's young. They got to preserve him. They got to figure out the what the best choice is. Yeah, it's probably not the best option against Nashville tonight. For that sure. Is what, all right, and then the other right wing I have is Brendan Gallagher, who's been playing really well for the Canadians. I really like the 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 Habs against the Sharks tonight. So he's at eleven thousand. Not too bad. He's been playing really well. Mm -hmm. uh, two centers. I have two value options at center. I think you're going to find a lot of them at center tonight. Matt Cullen is one for Nashville. He's at 6,300. And then the other is Lars Eller. He's on the second line for Montreal as well. So they shook things up. I think that's to, to our benefit. Defenseman, I'm going to go with Shea Weber. I love Shea Weber. He's at 12,000. I think he has a $14,000 valuation. And then I'm going with Nathan Beaulieu. He's at 4,100. So he sees a little bit of a boost. I don't think you're going to see Petrie in the lineup Beaulieu. tonight. Uh, then the uh, flex play is going to be David DeArnay. He is done uh, at 80, 87. I love that name. That, and they then, got some great French-sounding names that are – the guys may not even be French-Canadian, but they just oh, sound yeah. like the Canadian players. And then my goalie is Corey Crawford. I think that they do have a really solid matchup against Carolina, regardless of the fact that Carolina's goaltending has been stellar. All right. You can put those winning lineups in tonight on StarFantasyLeagues.com for both NBA and NHL. Like we said, we got season-long baseball starting soon, and – Nick, I just want to say I'm very happy today. It's NHL trade deadline. Yeah, I know. Right? It's exciting. It's like Christmas or second Christmas. Second Christmas. Stay tuned tomorrow for the Star Fantasy League show. Take it easy.